come to meet with our maker can you appreciate him this morning appreciate him appreciate him appreciate him thank you lord for through the week you led us and we're here by your grace it's your mercy that has brought us it's not because of our intelligence it's not because of our ability to do things it is the grace of god that kept us i know how many i know you, a lot of you know that this week just this week that passed so many people didn't make it. A lot of people died, but God kept you. Just appreciate him now. Appreciate him. Appreciate him. Shaka will at Obi Kosiani Talefi Shaka will at Obi Olua Katayada Balako. There is no one to be compared to you. You are great God. There is no one, no one to be compared to you. You are great God. Mighty God. Can you worship this God that no one can be compared to him? Can you worship this God that there is none that can match his greatness? He's the the great, the greatest king, the God above all gods. Appreciate him this morning. <laughs> Onye mbuno onye kbazu Malite na bukwo Yakamjina si Ibuchibo Hey Ibuchibo 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 mimi Ezema Ibuafana Omega mo Malite na kukwe Yakamjina si Ibuchibo Olon Torawa Oke higbani Enyini Mofi Oh, 
something for you that no man can do can you appreciate this God this morning let him know how grateful you are let him know how grateful you are let him know how grateful you are let heaven hear you this morning thank you Jesus Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise, Lord, this morning. We appreciate you because of your presence that is mighty in our midst. Thank you because by your spirit, we have access. By the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross of Calvary, we have unhindered access to the throne of heaven. The cutting that separated us from the holies of holies have been torn into pieces. And by this act of God, act of the love of Jesus Christ, we can go into the presence of God boldly, without a shame. We can go boldly and relate with our Father. Have a communion with Jesus. We don't need another prophet to go before God on our behalf. No, we have direct access to our Father. Thank you, Lord. Because the price has been paid. The price has been paid. We have access now. We have access now. Glory to God. What a great privilege. 
that we are no more strangers we are no more alienated we are no more outcasts we are now co-heirs with jesus glory thank you father thank you father we give you praise this morning let your presence come and let the word of god meet every need in this house there are many that have come with the burdens in their heart the word of god will relieve them of those burdens as the word of god is going for the sick get healed as the word of god is going for the broken-hearted get mended as the word of god is going for every man with the burdens in their heart they are lifted as many that come here with weights as they go out here today they go free they go relieved they go delivered in the name of jesus the bible said the entrance of the world brings light it brings understanding it gives it gives light it gives understanding to the simple as many that are ready this morning let the flood of the word of god begin to wipe off every hindrance in their heart and let jesus be enthroned glory to god glory to god in jesus mighty name can i have people celebrate jesus this morning celebrate jesus the king of kings and the lord of lords he's here he's here can you be seated god bless you please look at somebody close to you whatever they can accept if it is if it is a uh, elbow or uh, uh knuckle whatever they can accept just just make them feel comfortable let them not be threatened <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah how many of you are excited to be in god's presence it's a privilege every time i have the opportunity to be in God's presence. Let me tell you, I am so happy I'm your pastor. I'm glad, and it's a privilege. I don't take it for granted. I keep saying this that every time I have the opportunity to climb here. You know, if you if you told if anybody had told me a few years ago, because um, starting ministry was one thing that I struggled with for a long time. I, I was a the pastor in 2009 after my theological school. In, uh, in the east um, since that 2009 I was also a chartered accountant so I, I think I've said, I've said this story before and all my classmates everybody were going to start up a ministry so it was the right thing to do uh, those that were already in ministries were going back and they were getting promoted in their, in their ministries and all that and you know, it was the right thing to do. So I called an agent. I said, please help me get a space. That was in a worry. And they finally got back to me. They said they've gotten a space and all that. And they told me the amount of all that. So I went into prayers. But my spirit was not into it. As in, I had trouble in my spirit. So as I was praying, in fact, I'd even gotten a name for the ministry then. And as I was praying, I was praying. I heard expressly. God said, it's not your time. You know, I was feeling, what would people say? You know, after being ordained a pastor and everything, and all, you just stay out, you, you're not pastoring again. But the Holy Spirit said, it's not your time. Praise God. While this was going on, one of, my, one of the professors in my theological school called me and said, David, have you, are you, have you been assigned into any place? Are you in the any ministry yet? I said, no, not, not, not yet, but this is the plan I have and all that, all that. He said, okay, he told me, he said, Assemblies of God are, uh, you know, recruiting pastors and all that, that if, if I'm interested. 
So he sent me the form to fill and all that. And as I was filling that form, I wasn't settled. I had to call him. I said, I apologize to him. I said, sir, I don't have a, I don't have a leading to do this. He said, David, I know you and I believe you. So the next thing I had was, I said, okay, let me go back a fishing. Praise <laughs> God. So I dusted my certificate. I was already a channel accountant. And then I started looking for, I was already working anyway. I was working and also uh, pastoring, also in the theological school. So that was when I relocated to Lagos. By 2010, I came to Lagos. And I got a job. I, I just served in ministries and all that. You know, but you see, when the call of God is upon your life, it's just a matter of time. Hallelujah. When God has assigned you that you're going to do this work for him, no matter how you run, <laughs> it's just a matter of time. You will come back to that place. Praise God. And here we are today. So I consider it a privilege. Praise God. I consider it a privilege that there are so many churches out there, but you chose to come here. Thank you for coming. And my prayer is that the Holy Spirit that leads you, that led you here will meet you at the point of your need. In Jesus' name. You will not remain small. Praise God. You can never remain small. God commissioned us to start this ministry. We didn't just start. We started because God led us into it. And because you are here, and God is here, your life will not remain the same. If you heard that, I want a loud hallelujah. Amen. So, praise God. Now, we have been talking about the power of a renewed mind. The power of a renewed mind. Today, we are, we are going to narrow it down to uh, uh, only the renewed mind can manifest God on the earth. Last week, we said that when you give your life to Jesus Christ, what happens automatically in your spirit man is that your spirit transforms. Hallelujah. When you give your life to Christ, it's not the same old spirit that is there. I, was, I gave you uh, 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 the conversation I had with my daughter and my daughter was like, Daddy, am I going to go into my mother's home and be born again? Because all this born again, born again, born again. How will I be born again? And I had to tell her, I had to explain to her that, look, you don't have to go back to your mother's home and be born the second time born again means that you have a spirit a natural spirit that you came to life with praise god now when you are born again it means that there is a transformation the old man is gone that's what the bible said he said behold you are what a new creation all things are what are passed away now the old man goes the new man comes who is the new man the new spirit that is now in you so when you give your life to christ it's no longer you glory to god it's no longer the old person it's now a new person that's what happens automatically inside you. There is a change. There is a transition from the old spirit to the new spirit. Now, you have a new spirit inside you. And by this reason of this new spirit, you are qualified for heaven already. So your qualification for going to heaven is not on account of what you do and what you don't do. Are you with me now? Your account of going to heaven, heaven is a gift. Praise God. We don't in heaven. I know this is sounding 
different from what you have heard. You don't. You cannot in heaven. If heaven is by power, then a lot of people cannot make it. We can't in heaven. Heaven is a gift. And what is the gift? The sacrifice of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. That is the gift. The Bible says Jesus paid the full price. The full requirement that will save you. Man in Adam died. Because of Adam's disobedience, man became alienated to God. Man becomes a, became an enemy to God. And God has set a principle that he that sinned must die. So man, get, man died. The spirit of man died. The spirit of man that God created was the same spirit that Jesus has come to restore. What Jesus came to do is to take us back to the beginning. How God created us. The sin of Adam was what brought condemnation to the spirit of man. And all that time, man had been under condemnation. Now, the sacrifice of bulls and lamb was a cover. It only gave a cover. But Jesus was the perfect sacrifice. By that perfect sacrifice, the requirement for the punishment of the sin of Adam was completely paid in Christ. Now, when you come into Jesus Christ now, it's a different ballgame. Hallelujah. Your spirit changes. Are you hearing me now? Your spirit changes. Now, the struggle people have is that, oh, I'm born again. My spirit has changed. But I still have the same tendencies that I had before I gave my life to Jesus. If you were stealing before, you will still be tempted to steal after you've given your life to Christ. If you're fornicating before, you'll still be tempted to fornicate after you've given your life to Christ. Nothing happens automatically. You know, some people say that when you give a life to Christ, everything ceases. It's a lie. It's not true. They're not being real. Do I have people who have given their life to Christ and still feel like doing the old things? Where are we? <laughs> Praise God. That's true. So if people are denying this fact, they're lying. The truth is, after you've given your life to Christ, you still feel like doing this thing. Now, how do you Take the transformed spirit to manifest in your daily life. How do you take that new spirit? The old spirit we say is gone. It's a new nature now. Now how do you transform it or how do you take it to now show in your attitude, in your life, in your day-to-day workings, in your day-to-day life? How? Praise God. That is the renewal of the mind. Are you hearing me now? It is the renewal of the mind that changes. The Bible says, as we behold him as in a glass, in a mirror, we are changed into the same image. It's just like you are looking at something in the mirror. And as you are looking at that, and I say, you keep looking at that thing in the mirror, you are changing. That's the way an artist design their stuff right they look at something they have an image and you see them they start to look at the image and they are drawing the image they are drawing the image eh? small small they draw the head draw the hand draw the leg until the image they have becomes a replica of the image they are seeing 
Glory to God. Is somebody getting me now? Now, when you give your life to Christ, you have been bought with a price. You are now a child of God. Heaven, you are qualified for heaven. Glory to God. Because if what we do is what qualifies us from heaven, tell me, how can you explain the, the, the guy at the cross, the thief at the cross, who, when Jesus spoke with him, and Jesus said, today. So what did he do? What did he do? He only believed. That was what qualified him for heaven. So heaven is not aimed. Heaven is given. Glory to God. Heaven is a gift. It's no end. Jesus has paid the price. You don't need to pay any other price to get to heaven. All you need is believe in Jesus Christ. Now, I told us last week that where people get it wrong is that they start from the last. You know, people like to work things from, from last. And they, you, you go to some places, they tell you, oh, you need to dress like this. Eh? You, you need to tie your hair. You need to do like this. Uh, you need to live a holy life. Uh, you need to live a holy life. Now, let me tell you. Holiness is Jesus Christ. Is the gift of God. Hallelujah. Now, when you give your life to Christ, that's the first thing. Holiness comes as you look at that mirror. As you look at that image. And you are drawing that image. You are becoming like that image. What is going on? It's you have been transformed by the renewing of your mind. One day you look at yourself, you say, No, I should not dress like this. I'm a child of God. What has happened to you? The Holy Ghost. Katayata. The Holy Ghost began to speak inside of you. He said, No, I should not steal. I'm a child of God. I, I should not fornicate. I'm a child of God. I should not commit adultery. I'm a child of God. I, I should not speak to people abusive and all those things. God is changing you. It doesn't happen automatically. It happens as you yield yourself to the work of the Spirit. As you open up yourself to the work of the Holy Ghost. But you see, when people try to make you do these things before you have the experience of this Holy Ghost change, it becomes religion. It becomes rules. So you are obeying rules. And you know what happens when people obey rules? They only do it when people are watching them. Once the light is off, the real person comes out. <laughs> Once the light goes off, what happens? You will begin to see people just change. And when somebody comes, everybody's behave. Holy, holy wenger. The holy sister, the holy brother. And when the light goes up, ah, ah. Praise God. The way to be real and genuine is to have that encounter first. Have that relationship first. Don't pretend. Have it first. And as you watch God, as you speak, as you listen to the word of God, as you read the word of God, as you hear the Holy Ghost, you are changing. You are changing. Becoming like Jesus. Becoming like that image of Jesus. Glory to God. And let me tell you, while this is happening, God is not angry with you. Are you hearing me now? 
why that change is happening you know why god is not angry with you because he does not see your sin he sees the blood of jesus that the sacrifice have already been paid on your behalf when he looks at you he does not see that man that is struggling no he does not see that man that is changing he sees a man that is completely clean that is completely safe that have been bought that have been saved by the blood of jesus and that is why the bible said come boldly you are not coming boldly because you are unclean. You are not coming boldly because you are you are perfect. No, you are coming boldly because the price has been paid. Glory. You come boldly to Jesus Christ. Not on your own righteousness, but on the righteousness of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, when people, when they recruit military people, they are already recruited. Alright? But they will go through training. They will go through indoctrination. They will go through training to become, to represent the military. But have they not been recruited already? So when you come into Christ, you have been recruited, but you need training. That's why the Bible appointed apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors. Huh? the evangelist for what for the perfecting of who the saints so the pastors have offices that jesus that god recruited okay it's just like in military when they recruit soldiers there are officers who train the soldiers is that not true are you with me now there are officers who are appointed to train the soldiers to bring them to speed to bring them to a point where they, they can now comport themselves as soldiers now when you see somebody who is just uh, 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 who, is, who is just uh, uh, an ordinary civilian and then goes into the military and goes through the training the person comes out you cannot relate the two people you will look at the ah, ah bros American are you now the American say oh, well, no be me again no things don't change man I'm not a military guy. You are a bloody civilian. <laughs> you know that's how they talk. Amen. Now, but what has happened? Training has gone on. Even the same thing in companies. Some very big organizations, when they bring in people, they don't just, they train them. They train them to, to understand the modus operandi, the culture of the organization, the structure of the organization. How an organization, how you know people in this organization comport themselves what are the rules what are the regulations that's what happens training happens now when you come into jesus you have been recruited into the military of christ are you a military man yes but have you been trained not yet now the training is going on so that you can now represent the kingdom of god hallelujah how many of you are going to train? I'm going to train in myself. Nobody has graduated though. We're all being trained. Every day, God is still pointing out some things. Say, bros, this way you did this thing is wrong. You have to change. That's the training that's going on. Praise God. So when you give your life to Christ, you are recruited into God's kingdom. Your spirit man changes. Then you need a mind renewal to be able to represent the kingdom and get the best benefit as a kingdom citizen. So a mind renewal is going on. A change is going on. And that brings you up to speed to become like Jesus. 
So the question I have today is, why the need for a renewal? If we have given our life to Christ, shouldn't it happen automatically? Why do we need to be renewed? No. No. Amen. It's not automatic. It's not automatic. You have to be renewed. Let's look at Mark chapter 7 verse 21 to 22. Mark chapter 7 verse 21 to 22. I'll read it from from yeah from 21 he said for from within out of the heart of man comes evil thoughts sexual immorality theft murder adultery coveting wickedness deceit sensuality envy slander pride foolishness from where does this thing come from from the same heart now these were the things that were occupying your mind before your spirit changed it's from within. No wonder the Bible said that it's not what the man takes in that defies him, but what comes out from the man. It's not the appearance and how you look that makes you righteous. It's what comes out from. There are people that are holy when and all that, but oh boy, if they talk, the hatred in their heart is, is mercy. That person is not renewed. That person is playing religion. Praise God. The renewal starts from the heart. Why? Because the heart is deceitful above all things. Let's read more scriptures. Why we need renewal? The Bible said the carnal mind is what? It's dead. It's corrupt. The carnal mind cannot please God. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9. Look at what it says. I, I, okay, I just quoted that scripture. I said the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Some scripture, some verse said, desperately wicked. The heart of man, the natural man, is wicked. As we are now, who knows the heart of everybody? All of us are thinking different things. Desperately wicked. There have been a lot of friends that have betrayed friends. Husbands that have betrayed wives. Wives that have betrayed husbands. Children that have betrayed their parents. And, in the, and these people will come to you and they look so like they are peaceful. But you don't know what is in their heart. The Bible said their heart is deceitful. That is why there is need for renewal. Praise God. Praise God. You see, the Spirit of God now living in us must find expression through our mind. And we need to teach our mind and body to follow the way of the spirit and not the old ways. Praise God. So now you've given your life to Christ. It's not the work there now. It's for you to teach your body, teach your mind, the way of that spirit that you have, the new spirit that you have. How do you do that? Through the word of God. The study of the word of God. Anything you cannot see in Jesus, don't permit it in your space. Anything you cannot see in Jesus, don't allow it in your vicinity. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. Look at what he says. He said, keep your heart with all vigilance. For out of it flows the spring of life. That means everything you do in life is a function of your thoughts. Is a function of your thought. 
we are a product of our thinking we are a product of our imaginations the reality of your life springs from your thoughts springs from your thinking before you came to church this morning you thought about it you had your bath you made that decision to come to church it started with your mind it all starts in the mind i can tell you confidently that the way you are today in life is a function of your thoughts see the day i made that decision that was the day my life started changing I told myself that where I am today, it's not my uncle that caused it. It's not my brothers that caused it. It's not my dad that caused it. In fact, I, was in t- I interviewed a guy who wanted a job just a few days ago. You know? And I interviewed him and I said, okay, so he said he finished secondary school. He's not been doing anything. I said, oh, really? I said, okay, so why now? Why haven't you gone to school? Or even if, you, even if there was no school, You'd have learned a skill. Why didn't you learn a skill? He said, no, it's my father and my mother. They are very poor. They can't help me. I looked at him. I said, oh, guy, you don't want to go far. Because you're still blaming your father and your mother. Your father and your mother, yes, they can't help you. What did you do? What decision did you take? My after my first year in the university, my dad called me and said, Bros, I don't have money to train you again. Things have gone bad. He got into a business and a government project and he borrowed some millions because the government project was large. And he borrowed it from all these shallows, these people that give you loan. Please, if anybody in this church is still borrowing that kind of money, I'm begging you to stop. Oh. I'm telling you from experience, the thing ruined my dad, my own father. He borrowed from one ridiculous percentage and all that. And all his mind was that, you know, once I just do this project, the government will pay me. I'll pay back this money within a couple of months for government project. He did the project, borrowed all that money, put into the project. Somehow, the secretary or whatever who was in charge and all that was sacked. You know, government bureaucracy. That the interest of the money became like times three of the loan. He started selling his properties. Just to come out of that shame. We ended up selling. In fact, the only house we had left was the one we were living in. And my mom heard him and said, if you sell this one, <laughs> you can't sell this one. <laughs> Praise God. So you see what I'm talking about? We have to be careful the decisions we make. And so my dad called me. That was in my first year in university. He called me and said, nah, it's not possible. I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't. And I have younger ones. You know, because my, my dad was an average guy. The guy was just shooting anyhow. We had 11 children. <laughs> We're 11. <laughs> 11. You didn't hear me. One football, one complete football pitch. Praise <laughs> so, God. 11 of us. And I was, I was the second, though. I had an elder that was second. So I had nine younger ones. Nine. 
I was just in my, in my, in my, in my first year in the university. He told me, he said, the only option is that you drop out and you come and join us in this business. I said, draw, draw, draw what? He said, drop out. I said, no. He said, so what was your plan? I said, don't worry. Take care of my younger ones. I will graduate. All he could raise that time was 30K to give me to go back to school. I went back to school. 15K was supposed to be for my, my, my um, school fees. 15K was supposed to be for my accommodation. No eating money, nothing. I went back to Oweri with that money. And I stayed in my room. I can remember, as I'm speaking to you now, I remember it vividly. You know, this experience, you don't forget it. I stayed in my room. I started praying. I said, God, come to my aid. Because I was born again. God, help me. I finished that prayer. That same day, as I was walking out, I just looked by my side and I saw one guy, the guy that was making phone call. And somehow, something raised in me. He said, why can't you make phone calls? I said, ah, ah, it makes sense. So. Immediately, I went and started making inquiries. How do I get printed banner? <laughs> I printed banner. Used the 30,000. Went and bought Triumph phone. That was the first phone I ever had. Triumph. How many of you know those Triumph phones? I bought Triumph phone. Bought my, the line I'm using now, I bought it 13,000. That time. Now it's free. 13K. I bought it. Bought Triumph phone. Bought booster card. Carry my phone everywhere. You want me go? <laughs> Guys, that's how I trained myself through school. Not just through school. My brothers, my younger brother is here. He came. I got admission for him in Absu. He stayed there. All of them, I brought them into the business. I said, guys, that's how they survive here. Oh, yeah. Three of them. I had my younger sister, two of my younger ones, my younger brothers. Three of them. We were all in the same. They lived in my, in, in my, in my hostel where I was all of them. This one was in Futo. This one was in Absu. My younger sister was in Imsu. God, Michel, me, all of us, we entered the business. <laughs> that business was what trained me and trained them. From that business, I started like three centers. I started employing, I started employing people while I was in the, in the university. In fact, one of my employees, she's in Lagos now. Very, very lawyer. She's in Lagos now. One of these days, I'll invite her and, and give her a treat. Praise God. No, so, you see, what I'm saying is that the decision is in your hands. Stop blaming your father, blaming your mother, blaming... It's a product of your thoughts. It's a product of your thinking. You are the reason why you are where, where you are today. Nobody. Don't say it's my father that caused it, my mother that caused it. It's Nigeria economy. This Nigeria economy I'm talking about, some people are still making billions, cashing out. In this same economy. People are cashing out. And you are blaming government, blaming everybody. You need to make a decision. You need to engage God and say, God, what is the idea that will bring me out of this mess? So you have a pastor that has been in business, I've gone through, I've gone through whatever. Name it. We've done hunger strikes. When you turn the hunger to fasting, it's not because you want to fast, because there's no food. So instead of just going hungry, you convert it to fast. <laughs> Praise God. But here we are today. You are a product of your thoughts. The Bible said, guard your heart with all diligence. For out of your heart flows the issues of life. 
flows how you relate with your husband flows how you relate with your children is a thought is from the mind flows how you do your business from out of the heart flows how how you 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 conduct yourself in that job listen let me tell you all the places i've ever worked it didn't take up to three months in that company for me to become the best employee i'm not joking i go there with ownership mindset in fact one of the places i work they have to the other staff had to gang up against me because they felt i just came in and i became the favorite of the boss that the boss gave me a loan to buy my first car in lagos here i bought my first car and when i got my first car everybody said ah, ah. he has started stealing money that's how he bought the car in fact they went and told my boss that i was stealing money that's why i bought the car the woman called me and said look at what they are saying because she told me don't tell anybody oh, that i gave him money to my car because some people that are here they will trouble me so let it be secret between me and you and some of the staff thought i was stealing money that's how i bought the car why because when i got into the place i work like it is my property i work like it's my own i don't work like a hireling and i don't believe that it's salary that pays me i believe that god rewards me for my labor so when i go i go with my heart i give you more than you can offer me that's me even as a consultant today if you check my website we give you value more than you can offer that's me you engage me you get more than you can pay for because i don't work for you i work for god that's the way i see it. the money you pay me is just to maintain my myself god is the one that pays and god has been paying me the kind of things i get are not the things that my hand can produce so it's a function of your thoughts it's a function of your mind how are you thinking how are you how are you looking at things that's the way they come to you the seed you sow is the seed you reap it's garbage in garbage out whatever you put in you get you cannot get where you have not sown that is rent mentality that is stealing you can't get where you have not sown whatever you sow you give so you need to start sowing the seed the right seed in your heart praise god hi time oh. ah is well god will help me genesis chapter 6 verse 5 we're about rounding up now the lord saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and in every intention of the thought of his heart was only evil continually so the heart of man is full of evil praise god now romans chapter 8 this is the last place we'll read and then we'll round up romans chapter 8 it's a long read romans chapter 8 from verse 5 to 17 he said people who are ruled by their desires think only of themselves everyone who is ruled by the holy spirit think about the spiritual things if our minds are ruled by our desires we will die but if our minds are ruled by the spirit we will have life and peace our desires fight against god because they do not and cannot obey god's law if we follow our desires we cannot please god you are no longer ruled by your desires but by god's spirit who lives in you praise god people who don't have the spirit of christ in them don't belong to him but christ lives in you so you are alive because god has accepted you 
even though your bodies may die because of your sin yet god raised jesus to life god's spirit now lives in you and he will raise you to life by his spirit my dear friends we must not live to satisfy our desires if you do you will die but you will live if by the help of god's spirit you say no to your desires only those people who are led by the spirit are the children of god god's spirit does not make us slaves who are afraid of him instead we becoming his children call him our father god's spirit makes us sure that we are his children his spirit lets us know that together with christ we will be given what god has promised he would also share in the glory of christ because we have suffered with him praise god your desires should be that of the spirit of god don't let your flesh rule you anymore praise god don't let the old nature of selfish desires don't let it rule you let the spirit of god rule you if you have given your life to christ it's no longer you that lives it's christ that lives inside of you allow jesus to permeate allow jesus to live in your in your life when people see you can they see jesus when people see you can they see you jesus when your wife look at you can he say ah, ah, my husband is bearing the fruit of the spirit my husband or when your husband looks at you can your husband proudly say my wife is a child of god or you are speaking in tongues blowing the holy ghost but you are dealing with your husband or dealing with your wife you are not renewed you are not renewed praise god you are not renewed you need to renew your life your, your mind how do you renew your mind through the word of god through the word of god next week we're going to talk about how to the practical ways of renewing our mind next week that's what we're going to talk about the practical ways of let's look at it how do we change our thoughts to align with the spirit of god because these thoughts come from our environment they come from our upbringing as you are growing up there are things in your environment if your parents divorced the tendency for you to divorce is very high that's the truth because that's the image you have seen and these things go and register in your subconscious without you knowing if you have ever seen your father beat your mother let me tell you, you can say, you will even fight your father and slap him and beat him and say, why, why are you touching my mom? Why are you touching my mom? You, no, 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 no. And you can even discuss with your friend say, never, I will never touch a woman. It is not possible. But you see, let me tell you, that image, hmm? you see that image you saw has gone into your subconscious. The same way, if your mom was disrespecting your father and all that, even slap these days, women slap her. <laughs> and you saw it as a lady and you say no how can my mom do that my mom should not do that you finish talk that image you saw has registered in your subconscious if you if you become a child of god and you don't find it you don't find the methodology in the scripture to get rid of those things in your subconscious you will be it will, you will be totally surprised one day this these same things will play out i'm telling you the honest truth they will play out without you knowing because they are there they go there and they hide and waiting for the right opportunity to express themselves and when the right environment and the right circumstances come they will show up it's registered in your subconscious 
And that is why, don't take anything for granted. If you have a history of these things in your life, spend time, get the word of God, and do a surgery. Get all those things out of your system. Because it just takes the right environment, the right circumstances, and these things will come out. And even without your own control, you, you'll be like somebody that is ma- manipulated. And before you realize yourself, you say, oh my, oh my God, what happened here? How did, how did I get here? Have you not seen people that beat their wives? And they say, oh God, why? God, what came over me? Ah. You don't pay. And that is why you need to deal with these matters. You need to submit your spirit, submit your body, submit your mind to the spirit of God for anyone. So that God will change you to align to the principles of the kingdom. When you align to the principles of the kingdom, when those things come, they can't. They have been destroyed, they have been killed. They can't come out. Hallelujah. Jesus on the earth lived like a man. I hope you know. When Jesus was on earth, you know, those days I used to think that, oh, Jesus was God and man at the same time on earth. No, it's not true. Jesus was 100% man on the earth. Can God die? God cannot die in our heart. So if Jesus was God, so why would he die? He was a man. Full man. How did Jesus, what Jesus came to show us how to operate this in the spirit. Jesus came to show us because Jesus, while on the, on the earth, the Bible said, he said, I do nothing of my own. I only do what I hear my father. How? Through the spirits. And that is how we are to operate here. Everything is to lead us to the father. The Holy Ghost does not say his own words. He leads us to the father. He leads us to the father. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus Christ is the perfect theology. Anything you think you know about God and you cannot find it in the person of Jesus, you have the right to question it. There are quite a list of things that you can say Jesus came to earth to do. But the overwhelming reality of why Jesus came is to reveal the Father. That's why Jesus came. To reveal the Father. And that's why he said, everything I do, I do as I see my Father. As I hear my father, I say. So today, we should live in that sense. That through the Holy Spirit, we hear the voice of the father. We know what the father wants. We please the father in our life. In our daily living. Praise God. So anybody that is teaching you anything different from what Jesus represents is not doing you anything good. You know, Jesus began to do the things he did. You know, there was no difference between Jesus talking and his doing. No. So as Jesus began to do and to say, everything he said, he, do, he did. And today, we need to do as Jesus did. You know, those days we used to wear a ban. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? How many of you remember those days in the school? We used to say, what would Jesus do? But sometimes it doesn't work. You have already thrown the blow before you remember you are wearing a ban. 
<laughs> they have already acted. You know, and it's because you we are emotional. We allow our emotion to take over us. And before we realize it, we've gone further. And that is why we need to train ourselves. We need to submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit to change our mind, to renew us, so that we can represent Jesus. Jesus wants people that will represent him on the earth. Jesus seek the kingdom. What he wants is a kingdom. He doesn't want people who will go to heaven. Because if all, you, all Jesus wanted is people who will go to, go to heaven, the day you give your life to Christ, you will go to heaven. But you are here on earth because Jesus wants representatives. He wants people that will represent him on the earth. He wants people that will represent him in those offices, in the media, in, the, in the, whatever sector you are in. Imagine if you have kingdom people who go to every sector in the economy and represent Jesus. You see, America is what it is today because the evangelicals slept. They allowed materialism and everything to get into the, in, into the church. And they left holding the values, the Christian values. And today, so many things have taken over. Most of the young people in America are indoctrinated to hate America, to hate the gospel, to hate God. So what happened? How the mighty falling? It's because we relaxed and became more worldly. The church is gradually becoming worldly. We want to be woke. We want to speak. Be like the we want to say what is going to be accepted, not what God is saying. We want to be accepted by the society. We want we want to 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 um. Uh, what's the right word now? What's the right word, word they use? You, 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 you want to, you know, you are hungry for clicks and likes. Uh-huh, belong. You want to belong. You want to, you know, bang wagon thing. And you want to just follow everybody because of that's what they are saying. And then you are saying things that are not scriptural. Amen. God will help us in Jesus' name. Can we be on our feet? Can we be on our feet? Just begin to thank God right now. Begin to ask God, renew my mind, Lord. Change my mind. Change my mind. Change my mind. Let me be like you, Lord. I want to be like you. As I behold you, I want to change. To become that same image. To become that. Listen, you cannot represent God if you are not changed. It's only, you can't manifest. You can't manifest God until your mind is renewed. You can't manifest God. And what God desires is not just people who will go to heaven. God wants men that can represent him. He wants women that can represent him anywhere in their workplace. In that government parasata. In that, in that business. Not people that will compromise. Or people that will just do things because everybody is doing it. No. God wants men that will stand and say, I'm a child of God. I believe in this kingdom. A, a military man cannot just come and deny this, this country. No. It's not accepted. Why? Because they are trained. Say, God, renew me. Renew my mind. Change me, Lord. Open your mouth and begin to ask God right now. Change me. Let my mind, let me represent Jesus on the air. Let me represent Jesus on the air. I want to represent you in my family. Let my wife know that I love Jesus. Let my husband see that I love Jesus. Let my children see that I love Jesus. By the life I live. Not just that I'm going to church. I'm saying these things. But my life does not reflect them. No. I want my life to reflect Jesus. I want a renewed mind, oh God. Let my mind be renewed. Change my heart, oh God. Change my heart. Let that change happen inside of me. That I become like Jesus. Wherever I go, I represent Jesus. 
Jesus. Anywhere they see me, they see Jesus. When I appear, it is Jesus. Jesus have appeared because I carry Jesus in my inside. I cannot carry Jesus in my inside and live my life in the wrong way. I cannot carry Jesus in my inside and have another life that I live. No, I want to become He that has called me. I want to become Jesus. I want to become Jesus that I will be like Him. That I will be like Him. Open your mouth this morning and begin to ask God, change me, change me. Let me be like You, Lord. Let me be like You, Lord. Let my heart be changed. Let my heart be changed, oh God. Let me be changed that I will be like you, Lord. That I will be like you. That I will be like you. Open your mouth and desire it. Ask God to change you. Ask Him to help you. Show me those areas I need adjustment. Those areas I need to make those changes. Those areas I need to transform. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. The spirit is willing. The flesh is weak. But by your spirit, Lord. Ah, help me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. To overcome every emotional outburst. To overcome every spirit of anger. To overcome every spirit of, of lasciviousness. To overcome every spirit of fornication. Every spirit of adultery. Every addiction that has held me bound. Even though I'm a Christian. But I still find myself uh, into some things uh, that are not pleasing to God. Holy Spirit help me. Help me. Help me. Ask God to help you. Listen, it's not by power. It's not by might. But it's by the spirit. It's not of him that run it. It's not of him that will it. It's of God that showed mercy. Ask him to help you. You will become the Jesus that you believe. You will become the Jesus that you preach. You will become the Jesus that you preach. When men see you, they see Jesus. When men see you, they see Jesus. Open your mouth and declare. Open your mouth and declare. Hey, get tired of living of living a hypocritical life. Get tired of saying one thing and living the other. No, begin to say, God, let the Holy Ghost that's inside of me let it manifest. Let it manifest. Let me see Jesus. Let me practice Jesus. Let me represent Jesus. I want to represent the kingdom. I want to represent heaven in my affairs, in my business, in my workplace, in, in the way I raise my children, in the way I treat my husband, in the way I treat my wife. I want to represent Jesus. I want to represent Jesus. I want Jesus to be manifested. That glory will go to God. Change my heart, oh God. Everything in my heart, every image that I have gotten from my father, from my mother, from the environment I grew, from the place I grew, every image, everything that has registered in my subconscious, that is playing out in my life right now, today I break ties with everything in my subconscious that is playing out in my life. Today I break ties. I break ties with those things in the name of Jesus. And I declare that only Jesus will manifest. Only Jesus. That Jesus will take over. I will not be controlled by the forces of darkness that are manipulating me. I will not be controlled by the subconscious, by the things in my past that has registered in my subconscious that is breaking my relationship that is destroying my relationships I will not be controlled by the forces in my subconscious that are derailing my relationships that are stopping me from entering into my inheritance that are stopping me from entering into my inheritance I break ties I break ties I break ties in the name of Jesus I have the blood of Jesus running in my veins I have the blood of Jesus running in my veins I belong to God 
Therefore, I refuse to conform to any form of power, to conform to any form of manipulations of the enemy. I am no longer in that line. I am no longer in that place. I come under the I come under the authority of heaven. I come under the authority of God. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I want you to continue this prayer when you get home. If there are areas in your life, if there are habits, if there are addictions that have denied you of entering into the presence of God, it's time to deal with them. It's time to allow God, allow the Holy Spirit access into your life to begin to cause changes, to begin to cause renewal. Spend time this week and pray that prayer. I say, God, change me. Change me. That I want to represent Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. Just to be close to you. Just to be close to you. Just to be close to you. It's my desire. Just to be close to you. Just to be close to you. Jesus, just to be close to you. It's my heart desire. It's my desire. Just to be close. Just to be close to you. Just to be close. It's my heart desire. It's my desire. Just to be close. I want to be close to you. Lord, help me to be close. I want to be close to you, God. This is my desire. Just to be close to you. Just to be close to you. Just to be close to you It's my desire I want to be close to you I want to be close I want to be close to you It's my desire Father, I just thank you for your presence in our midst tonight Thank you because you are here. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you are changing us. We are becoming more like you every day. We have been transformed. As we behold the image of Jesus, as we behold who Jesus really is, we are changed from one glory to another. From one glory to another. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray over everyone that has this hunger in them. You will quench their tests. 
by making your presence to encamp around them that they enter into a dimension of you they enter into another level with you where they want to serve you where they want to please you where they want to live like you let your presence envelope every of my listeners that in their daily life they live like jesus in their daily life they represent heaven they represent the kingdom of god thank you father as we go out this week we are blessed the doors are open for us we are men have said it's not possible it has become possible for us this week we cannot be the same we were god is taking us to a new level we go from glory to glory the bible said the path of the righteous shined brighter and brighter unto the perfect day you are shining brighter in the name of jesus christ your promotions have come your time of laughter have come in the name of jesus whatever the devil has planned for you this week it will not work it will not materialize if there is danger in front god will make you run faster and you have gone across it before it comes or god will slow you down that that it would have finished happening before you come there the sun shall not smite you by day the moon shall not smite you by night no deadly pestilence coronavirus it will not come near your dwelling every plague that is out there god will protect you the blood of jesus has covered you death will not come near you because the blood of jesus is upon your 